today on CityCast Madison. It's no secret that Madison schools fail students of color at alarming rates, but no one seems to agree on what to do about it. While the district has an idea, phase out honors classes. But will eliminating honors classes actually make Madison schools more equitable? We're getting into it with school board president, Ali Muldrow. It's Tuesday, December 13th. I'm Bianca Martin, and this is CityCast Madison. So we are here with Ali Muldrow, president of the Madison School Board. Ali, hello. Hey, Bianca, how are you? I'm doing very well. I'm excited about this conversation that we're about to have. So let's get into it. Why do we need to change honor classes in our schools? Honors classes historically have served the most affluent students in our district, and they haven't been accessible to all students, and all students haven't been given the space to have that kind of rigor within their education. And so we're not changing honors as much as we are expanding opportunities within rigor. Um, And we're also really talking about like, what does strength-based differentiated learning look like K through 12 for us as a district? So that no matter what a student is good at, that is recognized as part of their education and used as a a way to make young people excited about learning um, and excited about who they are intellectually and what they have to offer to the world. Yeah, so actually, would you tell me plainly what you are recommending? Yeah, so what I would be the most interested in voting for at this point, what I think we as a district are the most ready for, is an expansion of earned honors throughout the district, throughout our secondary programming, um, while maintaining standalone honors. So it's not about the elimination of standalone honors, as it's about really changing the ways in which kids access honors um, and making sure every single student has the opportunity to work at that level. Okay, that's huge. Are there some individuals on the school board that are recommending getting rid of standalone honors altogether? There's kind of two camps. There's folks who go, the problem isn't that we have standalone honors. The problem is that standalone honors is not integrated. And so over the last few years, folks have worked really hard to make sure more and more students of color, more and more students with IEPs, more and more students who are English language learners find themselves in honors classes, whether it's through earned honors or standalone honors. And right now, about 40% of the students who are enrolled in our standalone honors programming are students of color. Before we get too far, let's get some basics down. Uh, In terms of terminology, what types of honors classes are offered now? And which grades take honors classes? Yeah, so right now we have honors ninth grade through 12th grade. um, And we offer standalone honors. So that would be a student selecting in our course, you know, selection. Like, hey, I know that I'm ready to take a more rigorous history class. You know, I'm ready to take a a more rigorous math class. And then we have earned honors, which is, I think, often described as an opportunity for students who maybe are less confident about belonging in an honors class and want to see or experiment with working at a, a more intense level. 
Sure. I mean, it's really interesting for me because I went to school that only had AP classes. So I'm really interested in getting into this. What happens in an honors class? Yeah, so what happens in an honors class is really similar to what happens in a general ed class um, in terms of students, you know, get work that allows for them to meet the, the, the core standards of that curriculum. In an honors class, that work is usually, you know, requires additional labor. Um, so additional thought, additional practice, um, the work is intensified and and really meets the student where they're at. If it's a student who could kind of fly through um, the gen ed version of the class, this class is meant to challenge the student in ways that they're ready for and excited to, to pursue. Why do we have honors classes in the first place? Like, we heard a little bit about what what they offer. What's working with them? So why do we have honors is a very different question than where do honors originate, right? Why do we have honors is because kids learn at different levels in all kinds of areas. Um, and we have to recognize, especially as we recover from the pandemic, that kids are in really different places. They have really different resources and opportunities. Um, and we have to you know, one, we have to really work to help students when they're struggling in schools, but we also have to make sure that when a student is advanced and can work at a a more rigorous level, that they're getting an education that meets their unique needs. And all students have strengths, all students benefit from seeing themselves as intelligent and from encouragement. Um, And so honors is a real opportunity to start emphasizing the strengths of all students. Yeah. And who takes our current honors classes? Like, are they segregated today? There's a lot of ways to, to think about that. So I think you have to get really into the, the nuts and bolts of, you know, what is considered an honors class versus an AP class versus just a high quality course, right? We do still see that more students who identify as white take honors, whether it is earned honors or standalone honors. Um, although, that dynamic has been shifting over the course of the last few years. We have a lot of work to do in terms of inclusion in honors, um, and we have a lot of work to do in terms of inclusion in schools, period. The other thing I want to say, and I think it's really important to recognize, is when we're talking about honors at the high school level, there's been a lot of work that's gone into getting students to where they are by the time they get to high school. You don't just show up at high school performing at a certain level. Your middle school experience and your elementary school experience and who we're calling talented and gifted in early childhood really impacts who sees themselves as capable by the time they get to high school. So in order for this to be really effective, we have to have a K through 12 approach. We have to really emphasize what happens in elementary school and middle school. I say this all the time, we create the achievement gap in early childhood, and then we pretend to address it in high school. Um, and we have to stop creating the gap. Uh, and and it'll be a lot easier for kids to feel good about learning as they get older. Yes. So there's so many dynamics at play. And the Madison, Madison School District, you know, is trying to address stark disparities, right? There are racial disparities in plain sight in the schools. And, you know, this honors discussion is a part of this bigger picture. Superintendent Carlton Jenkins made a fiery appeal at last week's school board meeting. We can talk about race and not be racist. But if something racist, we got to call it that. These systems, these structures have not been set up for all of our students to be successful. 
It sounds like the school district is talking about doing away with standalone honors. Do you think that's a good idea? I think that the quality of that idea is based on the way that idea impacts students. And so what I really need to understand as a board member is what is the anticipated result of of eliminating one opportunity and expanding another? And and does eliminating one opportunity strengthen expanding the other? And I think that that's still part of the conversation we're having. Definitely. So I just want to throw out this little anecdote from my childhood in Baraboo, where uh, it was they had something called LAMP, and it was for the special gifted folks in elementary school. And I still to this day remember what it felt like to not be included or early on to be not chosen and sort of the impacts on self-esteem. And later on, I was at the top of my class with all of the kids who took that course and got to learn German. How do we encourage more people to get into these honors programs if, you know, maybe they didn't have the opportunities that would prepare them for them by the time they get there? I think one of the things that your story really touches on is that the way you felt about yourself and the way you feel about school are connected. And so I don't necessarily lean into the idea that the students who aren't doing well in school are students who aren't necessarily as capable as at doing well. I think what happens is students enter our schools and they get a sense that our system has made up our minds about them, about the kind of student they are, about the kind of home they come from, and they do that back. They make up their mind about themselves and they also make up their mind about where they fit into the school. And what we have to do is deconstruct that. We have to say our schools are welcoming to all students. Our schools are a place where the intelligence of every kid can be recognized and celebrated. Um, And that is real work because there are some very deeply entrenched beliefs about what kind of kids are good enough for college, are good enough for that German class, you know, and we, we do have to be honest about why we're why our school looks the way it does right now and what we have to do to change it. Um, and I, I agree wholeheartedly that so much of that starts in early childhood. So many of those messages in terms of who is really smart and well-behaved and who is disruptive and needs to go to the principal's office, right? You can have earned honors in every class. And if one group of kids is far more likely than anybody else to get sent out of that class, you're still going to have a, a problem with who's can, with who can be successful. Um, so this isn't a silver bullet. It's not that expanding earned honors is going to resolve all of the inequities in our schools, but it is a, an area where we need to be really strategic and thoughtful. We want every kid to see themselves as somebody who is intelligent and can, can learn and can grow and can do that throughout their lives. Yeah, and so how does earned honors work? Earn honors allows for students to access additional rigor while taking a general ed class. So not necessarily, you know, saying this class in it in its entirety is going to be more rigorous, but you can opt into additional work and really kind of experiment with, you know, the the kind of work you're capable of. Um, I also want to say I think one of the things we're trying to do is make sure that across our comprehensive high schools, you, you know, whether you go to La Follette or East or West or Memorial, you should be able to access an earned honors class. 
And so really creating across the district an expectation that no matter where you go to school, you know, you should be able to take calculus, you should be able to take AP classes, you should be able to engage with opportunities that allow for you to demonstrate that that you can work at, at a more challenging level if that's what you're ready for. But I'm curious, what do you make of some of the criticisms of getting rid of the standalone honors classes? So I think I, I've i had a progression of how I've thought about this and interacted with, with this. And I think I'll continue to evolve in terms of the quality that we're able to deliver for students. So the concern I think is the most valid concern is this is uh, an idea that is important and and that folks can get behind, but our ability to execute this idea is really important. And so when you have an opt-in earn honors option, it's hard to control for which students are actually going to opt in and what that's going to look like and what that additional labor in terms of differentiated strength-based learning means for teachers. Um, and so I think there's some real valid concerns around our ability to implement this, execute it, and create something that provides, you know, opportunities that have real integrity for young people. The criticism I really struggle with is when people say, well, some kids shouldn't just shouldn't be in honors, right? Some kids are are never going to perform at this level. And honestly, it's a, a, a disservice to the students who are advanced to have to be in the same classroom as kids who are not. That's based in in the idea that some students are inferior and other students are superior, um, and it echoes the the rhetoric of racism and ableism. And I, I hope that we can have a conversation about being committed to the quality of earned honors for all kids, um, instead of a conversation about why some kids are so much better at school than others. The district does have a plan on the table to eliminate standalone honors classes. Uh, The school board will vote on whether to adopt this big policy change on December 19th. Do you know how you will vote? I I think at this point I do know know how I plan to vote and I do plan to vote you know, in favor of the expansion of earned honors um, and I will vote against the elimination of standalone honors at this point. It sounds like you're feeling like it's not really ready for implementation, that there's value and merit in looking at eliminating standalone classes, but it's just not ready. I think that we still have a lot to learn. Um, And I think what we need to do is focus on the rollout and the integrity of the expansion of earned honors. And I think the elimination of standalone honors needs to kind of be separate from the conversation that is the expansion of earned honors. But I think while you have these two ways of engaging with honors, we can really look at what each option means for our students um, and kind of hold them you know, side by side and say, what what is really producing the results that are equitable and that work in the best interests of our young people? Do you have a sense of how the board will vote? What I can say is I've engaged with the board around this conversation several times this semester, so several times in the last few months. One of the things I'm really critical of is I don't think like you get to say something is inequitable and change it and slap an equity sticker on it and say that it works. I think that you have to be attached to the outcomes. Um, you know, having having this conversation is one thing, but really seeing the results of expanding earn honors for students, that's different. And I think we'll have the ability to expand earn honors and see the results of expanding earned honors as we have the conversation about what to do about standalone honors. 
Thank you so much for joining us, Ali. That's uh, been very informative. Thank you so much, Bianca. Ali Muldrow is the president of the Madison School Board. The school board votes on whether to phase out honors classes next Monday, December 19th. We've got a link with more info in our show notes. And we should say, we reached out multiple times to the Madison School District to learn more about their plan, asked to speak with seven different administrators, including the superintendent, and they told us not a single person from the district could talk about the plan. Well, that offer still stands. And what do you think? Should the board phase out honors classes? Leave us a voicemail and we might play it on the show. We're at 608-318-3367. Do you need that again? It's 608-318-3367. And here's what else Madison's talking about. Remember Foxconn, the big gleaming disco ball in the former farm fields of Racine? The manufacturing marvel that was supposed to be the eighth wonder of the world? The state has announced it's getting more than $8 million in subsidies this year. That's because they now have more than 700 workers. What are all those people working on? Who knows? And anyone remember mini-discs? I think the only reason I do is from my time at WORT. Well, there's a new exhibit up at the Memorial Library dedicated to the history of sound. It's called Press Play, recorded sound from groove to stream. You can listen to historic recordings and check out the evolution of formats over the years. It's open weekdays from nine to five, and you don't have to be a student to check it out. Just ask at the front desk. That's all for today, here on CityCast Madison. I'm Bianca Martin. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell your favorite high school student about us? We'll be back Thursday morning with more news from around the city. See ya! Ich bin ein Gilliette.